This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Monday, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Hi, bitches. Whoa. All right. That was aggressive for a Monday. Um, well, you got to start it right. Did you say good morning also? I mean, technically, it's morning I'll after take We're it. four minutes away, so I'll take we're good. It. Uh, <laughs> we will start today's show as we do every show with the three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today. We call it the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Okay. I know you were as excited about this as I was, Bradley. The first thing we think you need to hear to be in the know today is Tiger Woods' best game of his entire career. Okay, I don't he know. golfed yesterday, and it was the best major championship score of his entire career. Ooh. Listen to this. Leaving with Scott for second. Guess what? What else would you expect? That is 64 for Tiger. That is him finishing his round of 18 holes. Now, I know you can't even believe this. He finished the last hole by sinking a 20-foot putt. Okay, you're reading words right now. You don't know what you're talking about. So why are you even bringing this to my attention? In the entire round, he shot a 64. And guess what? He didn't even get first place. He still was in the second place. You don't care about this. Why are you reading about it? I don't know. My husband brought his phone everywhere yesterday so he could watch this happen. And then he kept on telling me about it. And was he doing that thing where he's like, but you don't understand. Guess what? I don't need to. That's what I said. I was like, you're right. I don't understand. And I'm actually totally fine with that. I can live a full life. We didn't like him anymore. My husband? I love my husband. Oh, Tiger? Yeah. Because he's a dirty dog? Well, because he's disgusting and nasty. Yeah. But apparently, this is like a huge comeback, and everybody's like, oh, Tiger Woods. (laughs) And it was funny to watch my husband do some like jujitsu while he was trying to. My kids would be like, but wait a minute, didn't Tiger take the drugs? And then Matt would be like, yeah. And they'd be like, didn't he do some bad things? And my husband would be like, yeah. yeah, but everybody deserves a second chance. It was kind of interesting. Yeah, interesting. So, interesting parenting moments. Thank you, Tiger Woods. Oh, Man, door number two. Let's see what I we got. I can't think of anything more. Boring. Like when you were a kid growing up and there was golf on, you would you would actually at that point go read a book. Yeah, you'd be like, the only like, thing I want to do. I'm going to pick up paper yeah. with words on it that somebody wrote 100 years ago and be more interested than television. Okay, anyway. Speaking of things that you can be interested in, although 
Oof, this is some stuff. All right, let's just get right into it. I want you to listen to about a minute of Zac Efron at the Teen Choice Awards. You forgot those happened over the weekend. However, he's accepting an award, of course, for that lovely movie that he did that uh, that I never even actually saw. Did you see it? I watched it on Saturday night. Oh, well, appropriate timing. Yeah. Um, so let the, the big top Zac Efron, the what's it called? The Greatest Showman. That too. So let's listen to about a minute of Zac Effie. Thank you, Zendaya. Thank you, Zendaya. Just like, look what we did. We rewrote the stars. <laughs> and that means the world to me. Thank you for being so, such an amazing person, so beautiful, so talented, so courageous, and just, just a through and through amazing brilliant person amazing, thank you Zendaya brilliant. I couldn't have anybody else up there with me swinging around on ropes yeah, you were such an all-star and um Michael Gracie the director okay, so of that's the really all amazing I, uh, all I want you to hear about but um that's Zac Efron accepting an award at the Teen Choice Awards now granted this is not the biggest award season of the year but it's as if he has no clue why he's there because he comes you what you don't hear is at the beginning of this and i wanted to play it all for you but it was about three minutes of nothing he's like uh i don't even know what to say you guys and it's like okay well this is one of those award ceremonies that you should know exactly what's happening because it's all been predetermined. Yeah, he totally Taylor Swifted it. Um, like he, he was feigning like surprise. He looks a little puffy, and then he goes on this like, like sort of weird rambly thank yous. You didn't hear the thank you that he did for um, Hugh Jackman. Uh, Hugh Ackman. Mm-hmm. That's his name. Hugh Ackman, uh, who was also his co-star in the Big Top Zac Efron movie. Um, Biggest showman. Yeah, that one. Greatest showman. He had nothing to say, but like, you know, nonsense. I shouldn't say nonsense words, but nondescript words like amazing, beautiful, courageous, amazing, brilliant, all-star. Amazing. Amazing. And so it was just, it was very sort of like, um, Zach. Do you know why he this is happening? Because he doesn't have. Your calling. You need to get back on track because this ain't going to go anywhere. It's because he doesn't have our love to lift him up any yeah. longer because we broke up with him. Look, I totally want to believe that my love for Zac Efron is what fuels his career. But um, something needs to because that was the lamest acceptance speech for a mediocre performance and by all accounts, a mediocre film, which also got some really good musical reviews. I know people really like the music, so I'm oh, not going to poo-poo the whole thing. But don't poo-poo the music. I downloaded that soundtrack in like a second. We wrote the stars. Okay. <laughs> it was amazing. It was all-star. Amazing. If somebody, Here's what we have for you behind door wait, number wait, three. Wait, before we get to number three, if you ever describe me... If you win an award for something and you're like, oh, this like just thank Bradley Trainer because he's amazing and brilliant. No. I'm gonna be shaking my head at you because that's lazy. You can do better. Amazing. Okay. Uh <laughs> what's what's the third piece of amazing audio we need to hear? Well, this to be in the brilliant <laughs> interview done by the amazing Omarosa with the unrealistically amazing wonderful savannah guthrie on today today uh we need to listen to a little bit of omarosa talking about 
her explosive uh, tapes that she recorded inside the White House. Um, lots of questions for Omarosa, but I, wa- I don't even care about all that. Here's what I want you to listen to. Listen to the way Omarosa talks to Savannah Guthrie in the next mm, 15, 20 seconds. Have you known that he's he is a liar, as you say? Well, absolutely. He Why tells- did you work for him? Savannah, slow down. I'm going to ask your question. Don't worry, I'm here. I've got all the time. Yeah, no, but I'm. So you don't have to ask 10 questions in one second. It's okay. Okay, so that was the bitchiest (laughs) response to. By the way, I didn't play the whole clip. I could have. It's not like I was, you know, a cherry picking in that particular sense to make a point. Savannah Guthrie is not doing anything unnecessary or being overly hostile to Omarosa in that interview. She's not. Not giving her a chance to talk. I mean, I don't think Omarosa is one of those people that would ever be accused of not knowing how to talk when she's being interviewed. So you can tell in that moment that Omarosa is, or Savannah Guthrie is getting under Omarosa's skin. Oh, yeah. And that Omarosa is going to do the same thing she always does and try to take back the narrative. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think you made this point off the air and it is so absolutely true. She's a reality television star and she can she conducted herself in that interview with Savannah Guthrie as though she was a reality television star. Yeah. yeah. That entire I don't know if you got a chance to see she was also on uh, Meet the Press on Sunday because she she recorded this. This woman is I mean, surprise. Yeah. N- nobody is surprised. Uh, Omarosa recorded conversations she had with the President of the United States, mm-hmm. with the uh, Chief uh, of Staff, and presumably all sorts of people. She was like the producer and director of a reality show starring herself. Now, everybody <laughs> is doing this thing, and by everybody, I mean all the... And we don't, you know this, we don't get into politics, so we don't even have to get there, but you guys, we're going to talk a little bit about it, because, I mean... I mean, it's Omarosa. She's a celebrity... The president is a celebrity. You can't not talk about it because this is some stuff. So think about it. You've got this woman who has made a, a name for herself being a bitch. I'm just going to say mm-hmm. it. That's her shtick. Yeah, and she's, she's proud of it. And wears it like a badge of yeah. honor. To think that she was going to behave in any way other than just um, presumes that you think I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. Or that anybody involved with her or viewing her th- is an idiot. And what I love is that in the last, you know, since the news broke that she was writing a book, shock. What? She wrote oh my a book, gosh, what? A tell-all about what That's happened. That's amazing. In the, she's turning on the president of the United States, that bitch. <laughs> These, everybody's pearl clutching is just delightful to watch because what do you expect? This woman is a dumpster fire in her own right. And I think that she is getting unnecessarily... Um, People attack her in a way that they're not attacking other people. Mm -hmm. And it's only because, well, I think there's a number of reasons we're not going to get into them. But I I think one of them is because of her role on The Apprentice. So what? I mean, the president of the United States that like, like she's just he with the Mm -hmm. and so. Mm -hmm. (sighs) But people get all up in arms about her and it's like, you guys. That's yeah. her job. Yeah. Her job. She was only there to be drama yeah. for somebody. She's Whether doing you- now. She did exactly what we ex- what we should have expected her to do. What did Maya Angelou say? 
And then Oprah said it again. Yeah. Said Maya Angelou said it. And then sometimes <laughs> so Elizabeth Reese says it because they say it. Okay, it's that's a lot when of... somebody shows you who they are, believe, believe them. them. And all we saw of Omarosa until she was, you know, appointed to this position was reality show star who was a pain in the butt. Reality show star who was a pain in the butt. By the way, she was on. Um, Oh gosh, the show that I loved on uh, VH1, um, The Surreal Life. Yeah. She was on that show. She was a well, rabble she was on, rouser. She was on Celebrity Big Brother. And I will yes. say, I did not watch her when she was on Apprentice or on that other show, but I watched a little bit of when she was on Celebrity Big Brother. And I've watched her um, in the fall, like in the last few days with this whole, you know, mm-hmm. fallout and talk about her book. And I'm like, I think she's playing a wonderful game. Oh, she absolutely and she, is. And, I'm sorry, but I think that she is beating people at their very own game and to like sort of just write her off as like, oh, she's just a celebrity, whatever. Mm-mm. What? what what's her boss? Mm-hmm. What's all the people that are around her that are like putting knives in her back are people that are just ticked. They're ticked. ticked. They're ticked that they didn't play the game that she played no, because Look what she did for herself. You you can judge it morally. Go for it. We mm-hmm. can talk about that for days, but nobody's going to listen. She's a master manipulator. Yeah. And that will not change. Yeah. And that's how she's made her entire career. And she's still doing it now. There's I. What I'm saying is there's an evil genius to it. Yeah. And I don't think she's like the worst person ever. You'll see all these people sort of t- trying to tear her down. You don't have to like be friends with her. But I think she survived in a... She took an opportunity... Mm-hmm. Made the most out of it, mm-hmm. and and now she's gonna make some money. Off I'm of just it. saying you don't have to judge. Her. Uh, you can judge her, but don't judge her for something you're not judging other people for. Don't hate the sense? player, hate, hate the, the game. game. Thank you. That's what it is. Who said that, Maya Angelou? Yes, that's actually actually I think it was Oprah. Okay. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert on my talk 107.1. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is. She's here harvesting the squash and eating the sage, and that's what I want to do. Yes, well, but you have to bring us the dirt first. I'm ready for squash season. <laughs> Kylie Jenner. Summer squash is in full. Effect. It certainly is. I've got tons of zucchini. It's going gangbusters. Um, Kylie Jenner partying it up in a ten thousand. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. $1,000 vintage Gucci outfit. That's what happens when you are almost a billionaire. 
She probably is by now. Uh, she had her big 21st birthday party last Thursday night, and then she kept the party going in um, a, this vintage Gucci dress, and it's a $10,000 dress. I don't know. I mean, there you go. You know, I, I this is what I aspire to in life. Having a birthday party that requires three outfit changes. I know. Because that is the third outfit I have seen I know. on her from that birthday party. I know. I know. It's unbelievable. How that birthday that party, by the way. Ten grand. That got okay. shut down. I know, and an Instagram model got um, pulled yes. out of there on a stretcher. I mean, that was crazy. I'm not surprised. I mean, I've had a few parties. Oh, did you have any Bradley. Instagram models? Thank God there was no Instagram. Thank oh, goodness. that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. They, did they get shut down? That's a good sign of a. No, good party. I've never had parties. Of, I'm usually like at the party. He's it's the one that gets party. it shut down. I want no responsibility. <laughs> yeah, I don't want any responsibility either. I'm running when the police show up. Bethany Frankel had to spend... Um, <laughs> was, was. Yeah, not anymore. Was. Past tense. <laughs> Sorry. Bethany Frankel today at the funeral of her um, on and off again boyfriend. Oh, so sad. It is really a sad thing. His name is Dennis Shields. He's a businessman and he was um, laid to rest today in Long Island in New York. Um, Bethany and him dated on and off. She met him through her high school friend who had been married to him for 26 years. They met way back in the day. Um, but she had said that this friend of hers, they didn't keep in touch. Mm-hmm. And then when his marriage ended, they started dating, but they were very on again, off again. Um, Dennis Shields was found dead on Friday in his room at Trump tower. Um, cause of death hasn't been officially determined, but TMZ was reporting that he apparently overdosed on prescription pills. He asked his assistant to get him some Narcan and then um, she went to the drugstore, got it, administered it, and he died. Oh, so sad. Yeah. That is really sad. I know. It's really sad. They had a very um, an interesting relationship. I can imagine that that would be a difficult goodbye. Yeah. Thomas Markle admitting that he lied to Prince Harry about the staged paparazzi photos. Meghan Markle's dad just will not shut up. No kidding. I've been saying this since, oh, I mean, uh, but you know what? I can't turn away. I know. And so I hate myself for it, but I'm here for it. Tell me more. Uh, Thomas Markle, who is 74 years old, said he lied to Harry. He denied that those photos were a collaboration with photographers. You know, that's when everything started to really unravel, which Mm -hmm. is when the paparazzi got photos of him. He was like in a coffee shop appearing to be reading up on British history. And it was all a staged situation. He was paid by them and he was trying to make himself look good. You know, the wicked stepsister, um, the half sister of Meghan Markle. Yeah, Samantha was apparently at the helm of this plan. And um, this is what Thomas Markle said. Harry told me that I should never go to the press, that it would end in tears. He said they will eat you alive. And he was right. And he would know. Yeah. Harry would know. So maybe I would take the advice from Harry. Yeah. Looking back, Thomas says he realized that Harry was absolutely right that staging the photos was a bad idea, but he explained that he was hurt when Meghan told him he wouldn't be able to make a speech at their wedding. Well, well, honey, now you didn't go. No, at all. then you didn't I even mean, go. He says, I'm not mad at Harry. I'm not mad at Megan. I love them. I wish them well. But as for the rest of it, I'm done. You know how it would show that you were really done? Stop doing interviews. Yeah. He says this would be his final interview, but he has declared that and broken it before. Okay. Well, you know. That's it's America, but we just got to ride this thing to out. go there anytime soon and hang out. Yeah. You know, and to I wonder me, if he tried to get into um, England if his like passport would be denied. Possibly. Although people have said worse and yeah. probably been able to go. But I was going to say, like, I if this if if a relative of mine, because 
on the one hand, I'm like, okay, they're just doing what everybody does. It's just that it looks gross. And so everybody's like, poo-poo on you. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Megan's like dropping stories to the media, but because it puts her in a good light, everybody's like, woo. However, realistically, if this were happening in my family and I had a chance to be that close to the queen, yeah. I'd be like, I love the queen. <laughs> Anything you want me to do, I will do. Like I would play whatever game is necessary in order to get an invitation to Christmas at you know, I think Thomas Buckingham Markle is House. a very, very immature 74 yes. year old who clearly doesn't understand how to be a father. He yeah. just doesn't understand how to do it. And I yeah. think that that has been evident that and I think that probably has nothing to do with even the pressure cooker that is being married to a royal for Megan. It's probably been her experience with him her entire life. Well, yeah. And especially it's not like, you know, her celebrity began long before she he, was. He didn't even show up yeah. to her, his, her first wedding. Right. Why should he be allowed to give a speech at the second one? You know, whatever. Anywho, there we go, guys. Thank you, Elizabeth Bye. Reese. We need a caller to play our 30 well, second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you will win a prize, but only at 1230 and only at the Colleen, on the Colleen and Bradley show at My Talk 1071. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We call this game our 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Julie on the line, and what is she playing for? Julie is playing for a MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. Yes. Are you ready to play the game? Yes, friends, I'm ready. All right. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Who directed the movie Jaws? Steven Spielberg. Jagged Little Pill is an album by which singer? Um, Alanis Morissette. Norman Bates is the main character in what movie? Psycho. ABBA is from what country? Australia. Nope. New Zealand. Nope. England. Nope. Austria. Nope. Switzerland. What? Switzerland. Nope. Norway. Nope. Close, close. Yes, what is the first... I tried, Julie. I tried. Oh, thank you for playing the 30-second pop culture challenge. She finally <laughs> she got like, that country. Right, right, oh, all of them. It's like she's getting closer. I know. I know. Oh, but so sad. she only answered four of the five questions. The fifth question she didn't have a chance to answer. It was, what is the first book in the Harry Potter series? <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay, well, we will play that again tomorrow. We play the 30-second pop culture challenge every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. And when we're done with that, we like to solve mysteries and we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with a former almost A-list mostly movie actress turned escort. That person is the subject of the following blind item. She can say what she wants now, but this former almost A-list mostly movie actress turned escort told the disgraced producer she was still willing to hook up with him if he would give her a part, and this was after he was disgraced. Uh, Lindsay? Lindsay Lohan. And disgraced producer uh, Harvey Weinstein. Uh, 
Uh, okay, well, that explains a lot, if that's true. Fill in the blank there, Halls. Uh, she could say what she wants now, but Lindsay Lohan told Harvey Weinstein she was still willing to hook up with him if he would give her a part, and this was after Harvey Weinstein was disgraced. Oh, not oh, not surprising, and also um, perhaps now we understand a little bit why she was being so defensive on his behalf. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the first allegations came out, you'll remember that she was, I think, the only person defending him. Mm, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 You know what I think? I mean, all of that is interesting. But what I find most interesting is the notion that Lindsay Lohan thought that after he had been disgraced, that he would still have a career. You know what I mean? In right. order to give her well, a yes. role. Until this moment, though, we probably, you know, I mean, history has been such that they're creepers get to creep. That's true. That's true. Moving right along. Our next blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with a permanent A-plus list singer. A permanent A-plus list singer is the subject of uh, the following blind item. While his wife went shopping... This permanent A-plus list singer spent some time being entertained by underage strippers who were boated in from shore for several of the guests aboard this floating den of iniquity. He let himself have a lap dance from two of them, but he did not take them to a cabin like several of the other attendees. So also think of a floating den of iniquity. Okay. Permanent A-plus list singer. Mm Mm-hmm. Why did you say floating den of iniquity? Like, I'm supposed to know what that is? Yes. The person who owns this floating den of iniquity is very powerful in the world of media, music, film. Uh, so that might lead you down the right direction, the right road. Okay. Or waterway, if you will. Correct. Um, is this an American experience or a European experience? Well, I think <laughs> that this experience is this a European yeah, well, experience. Well, hey, that would make a nice series. Um, no. European. Oh my God, Siri! Oh, Stop! she's interested in that. Now, what I will tell you <laughs> is that this happened in Europe. The owner of the boat is American, and to give you a hint, this permanent A-list singer is not from the United States. Okay, is the floating den of iniquity something that belongs to like a George Clooney type person? More powerful. Leo? More powerful than that. Oh. Oh, is it like a mogul? Oh, is it that one guy? Is it that one guy, Holly? <laughs> yeah, it's that one yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. All right, um, now only to remember the name of that, that one, one guy. guy. Um, okay, so if we get to the guy, the singer should be kind of easy. If you get to the guy and then you Google the guy and his boat, then you'll be able Russell to see... Simmons? Who has been on the boat this summer. Okay. There is one notable permanent A-plus list singer slash musician slash celebrity. Permanent. So he's a little older than Pitbull. Like Yo-Yo Ma. Like an L. Are you? What? (laughs) I just thought No, no, Ma. I just thought it was kind of a funny scenario in my head. Uh, Okay. So This person 
Now, we're going with the comments section yeah, yeah, on yeah. crazydaysandnights.net and also going by who has been on this boat this past summer. And you can find pictures of this person on the boat, on the Daily Mail, among other places. Permanent. Now, it's kind of, you will, this will be shocking to you. It not may Elton be, John. Not Elton John. Uh, this may be shocking to you. So it's, it's somebody that we wouldn't expect is a gr- uh, nasty. Yes. Like uh, Steven Spielberg might be like a boat owner. No. But this person has done business relations with Steven Spielberg in the past. They had a very big company together. Harrison Ford? No. I will okay. tell you now, it is the boat of one David Geffen. Oh, David oh, Geffen. Okay. All right. All right. I, that would have taken me forever to get there. Well, we um, got there. Well, thank God. Thank you for helping who's us. Who's been on He's David that, Geffen's boat? Oh, 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 oh. No. What? No. Do it. No, because I was thinking, but he's not a singer. Never mind. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to answer this. What I don't want to answer this. No, this Tom is so Jones. Bad. No, it's really bad. What? Oh, the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Oh no, I do not like this one. Oh, thank oh. God. <laughs> oh. Oh, um, I am just really relieved right now. Can I? I can't go forward. Because for a minute there, that was a terrible story. Okay, I feel better now. Um, um, although he was mentioned in the comments section, so it could very well be the boss. But Tom, there's another person. Tom Hanks? Uh, singer, 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 singer. Oh, yeah, yeah, singer. This oh, person is also... Paul McCartney? Ew! <laughs> nasty. <laughs> Holly, this one, that one is going to hurt you I the know. most. No, well, you know, here's the thing. I watched the George Harrison Martin Scorsese documentary over the weekend, mm-hmm. and Ringo Starr had, had an anecdote where he said the Beatles had one day off every month and guaranteed on their one day off that Paul McCartney was judging a beauty pageant. Interesting. Mm, okay. Fill in the blank for you. Yes, please. While his wife went shopping, Paul McCartney spent some time being entertained by underage strippers who were boated in from shore for several of the guests aboard David Geffen's yacht. He let himself have a lap dance from two of them, but did not take them to a cabin like several of the other attendees on the but boat. But several of the other ent- attendees on the boat. Can I just read you in this article some of the people who were apparently on that boat? Um, th- that Paul McCartney, Tom Hanks... Bruce Springsteen. Oprah. Was Oprah? Did well, not she that one, but sh- she's. I'm looking at an oh, article okay. in W Magazine of all the people that hang out with him on his yacht, and he is like, there's everybody. I mean, everybody is there. People are talking but about But I'm looking it. at a picture of Paul McCartney with Josh Kushner, Carly Claus. Mm-hmm. So wild. So weird. Oh, that's like, I just don't, I don't, I can't, <sighs> I don't live that life. Yep. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, do, let's do one more quickie. All right, this is a confirmed blind item from crazydaysandnights.net, meaning that the website has published names associated with this blind item. So this blind item from back in April, we have to think about a former A-list celebrity slash syndicated actress turned celebrity reality star part-time escort. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah, and we have to think about uh, this A-list infamous celebrity. Okay. Two people in this blind item. Interesting. This former A-list celebrity slash syndicated actress turned celebrity reality star part-time escort says she has been interviewed by four different governments about her involvement with this foreign-born A-list infamous celebrity and why she always visits the same restaurant before visiting him and the same clothing store after visiting with him. 
Interesting. There's so many moving parts in this one. There's a lot. So okay. just think of the actress okay. and the celebrity. Two people who have an unlikely relationship. Okay. The actress, explain her again. She's a A-li- for celebrity A-list? and a syndicated actress. That was her big show. Okay. Also, she is a celebrity reality star slash part-time escort. Okay. Very famous for running down the beach in slow motion. Oh, Pamela Anderson. Oh, Julian Assange. Mm. Okay, okay, read, fill in those blanks. Interesting. Pamela Anderson says she has been interviewed by four different governments about her involvement with Julian Assange and why she always visited the same restaurant before visiting him and the same clothing store after visiting with him. What does that Uh, mean? Like there's some sort of trafficking experience happening? Or, you know, maybe some kinds of communications Mm -hmm. that maybe people are interested in. Yeah, interesting. And they want to know more. Yeah, meaning she would see the same people at the same place before she would go to see Julian and then she would go talk to the same people. She was just bringing him his like weird vegan meals and then he would give her money and she'd go shopping. I don't know. I mean, but you got to think like a suspicious person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then it's dead body parts. Okay. Wow. Parts even, not just the bodies. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the slightly over the top thing that you've done to make your kids happy? I got to tell you about this thing that this mom has done for her kids. It's the cutest darn story. You're going to love it after this on my talk 1071. Well, as a mom, uh, you will go to some great lengths just to get a smile from your kids. Sometimes, not all the time. And I have to tell you what this mom has done. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Hey, Biatch. Hi. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So I was just delighted by this story that I, that has gone viral about this amazing kind of slightly off the rails thing this mom has done for her kids. So it all started with a woman named Lauren who took a picture of a, a, like, um, um, what's it called? Like a flyer that was up at work that she saw. Yeah. And the flyer said the following wanted to borrow an orange cat. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Need to borrow an orange cat for 24 to 48 hours to have a lasagna dinner with Garfield-loving four-year-old and two-year-old children. Will return cat happy and cared for. Cat will not be required to eat lasagna if contraindicated. Please, no feral cats, and please take your cat back at the end, not looking to adopt. That's hilarious. Thank you. And so this got posted on social media, and it kind of went viral. Yeah. Well, then people started answering it. I don't know who this is, but I would totally give you my cat, blah, blah, blah. Like a ton of takers. Oh, sure. Well, the husband of the woman who had posted that, Uh Chad Edwards is his name. He tweeted, update, this is my wife, Clara. We have found a woman who is coming by for lasagna on Saturday. (laughs) That's adorable. She's bringing her boyfriend and a fat orange cat. Okay, so this sort of caught my attention um, last week. Isn't this adorable? And then then I was following Clara Edwards' uh, Twitter profile to see that, sure enough, the cat showed up wearing a crown and a bow tie. They made some Stouffer's Classics lasagna with meat sauce. Oh. 
put it on the table for the two year old and the four year old. And this cat sat there and just hung out. No, hung that's adorbsy. Isn't that so yeah. sweet? And at first, I would have been know, a little creeped out if somebody's like, I want to borrow your cat. I'd be like, yeah, no. Cats, first of all, I don't think like to be borrowed, but but the fact that they invited her and her boyfriend and they brought the cat, that's cute. Isn't that adorable? Yeah. So it got me thinking, I'm like, gosh, you know, that is that is like next level parenting. Like that is a mom who's gone, who's willing to be slightly unhinged for the opportunity to just make her darn kids happy yeah, because they love I mean, I feel like, Garfield. I feel like, I mean, it's a, this is an adorable story and the cat is really cute, but I would have probably just gotten them like a stuffed animal and said, here's your Garfield. I mean, I probably would have done that yeah. too, but imagine them. Well, here's the other thing. Okay. This is bad. Now, like this is not my best side of myself. Okay. As a parent, I would look at my children and go, well, at two and four, like I'll have a great picture, but they're never going to remember this. Well, yeah. Right? right? I, again, stuffed so like, animal. Maybe I it's, don't waste the look, grand gesture Garfield. right now. Yeah. But I thought this was a segment <laughs> going above and beyond. I know, but then that just came out uh, of my mouth. But, you know, I guess I have done that. I've done weird, slightly um, unhinged things just to make my children happy at a time in their lives when they just weren't probably going to ever remember it, but yeah. I did it anyway. Like what? Well, like, okay, so you get this um, note home from school every year mm-hmm. on Dr. Seuss's birthday. You do? Yeah. Oh, that's a new thing. Or it's not really a note home from school, but like they'll let you know. Like it's Dr. It's Dr. Seuss's birthday or it's Why like Dr. Seuss that? day or something. I Because kids love Dr. Seuss books and they celebrate it at school, in elementary school. Yeah. They celebrate Dr. Seuss Day. So like, you know, they'll do all kinds of activities. Like maybe they're going to have you show up, the kids show up as their favorite Dr. Seuss character or whatever. But the kids get really excited about it too. So one year I got like the note, you know, such and such date is Dr. Seuss's birth date or Dr. Seuss Day or whatever. Do they, do they celebrate it have at them, school? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I okay. mean, yeah. They read Dr. Seuss So they want to give you a heads up. I'm just trying to get the context yep. of why you would randomly send a letter yeah. about some dead guy's birthday. Yep. And it'll say like, you know, your child can show up dressed as their favorite Dr. Seuss character or, you know, often there might be a project associated with it or whatever. Yeah. It's enough of a big deal that your kids just talk about it So you want to be prepared. Right. So on that day, once I got obsessed with, okay, well, it's Dr. Seuss day. Like we got to be really Dr. Seussy here. So I like made green eggs and ham for dinner and bought a fish for the kids. A fish. Why did you buy a fish? Well, like fish are pretty um, well represented in Dr. Seuss's works. Um, You'll obviously know that there's a fish. It's really at the center of the story, the cat in the hat. And then of course there's one fish, two fish, oh, red yes. fish, blue fish. So you bought a red fish and a blue fish? No, just one fish. Just, just a gold fish. fish. Uh, actually, I ended up buying two because I felt like it needed a friend. They didn't last long. No, that's gold. Then fish, I bought right? more a couple of days later Again, when they I died. I would have just bought like the candies or the candies, the, the crackers. Crackers, yeah. See, but that wouldn't Here, be special. Here, kids. How old were they your kids? They have that all the time. Oh, I'm sure Ollie was probably seven. I would have told him it was real. And the twins were like Put four. Put him in some water and said, no, that's a real goldfish, kids. <laughs> Okay, so you did green eggs and ham and uh, bought the goldfish. Did you find a cat with a hat? Oh, man, I really failed. Yeah. No, we didn't, didn't have fail. cats then, but I would have. <gasps> they didn't have cats then. We didn't have oh. cats. That was before cats. No, we didn't have cats then. Otherwise, I probably would have tried to put a hat on my dumb cat. I feel like green eggs and ham is kind of cool. Did you have to like, well, I Pinterest just use that. No, I just I just put 
green food coloring in the eggs. Is that? I don't know. I mean, I mean it's I don't fine, know. right? I don't That's food safe because that. it's food coloring, right? It's food coloring. Okay. They didn't eat it anyway because they didn't like eggs or ham. And also green eggs Again, do so not look appetizing You're kind of making the point, I think, that maybe it's not worth your effort. I mean, maybe I am. <laughs> maybe. You know what I'm doing? Like, no, nah, they didn't even realize. I they feel like I'm care. trying to justify the fact that I don't make these grand gestures nearly enough. Okay, so what is the thing like that you could do that would make your kids go bazonkers? Um... Well, I don't know, but if Zac Efron would come to visit, my okay, daughter would again, go that's bonkers. Maybe more about you, your daughter would for yeah. sure. Oh, oh I yeah. thought that was more about mom. Well, I mean, I was trying to think of something that I would like yeah, too. Yeah, I think that's, that's smart. part of the joy of being yeah. a parent, going all out for your children, exactly, but really oh for God. yourself. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Chris Hardwick is back in the saddle at AMC Post. His sexual misconduct claims, but not everybody's happy about it. We'll hear about that after this on my talk one zero seven one.